Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Bladed Apples, a horror podcast. Drop your trick or treat bag every week. Yeah, we've been keeping that up. Same, pretty consistent. Well, I mean, you live around the corner now, so it's even more convenient. That's true. That's true. And uh, this week we are talking about an anthology horror film. So you guys are going to get a few different stories. Oh yeah, I mean it is the best anthology. <laughs> we're talking about Richard Matheson. Watch out! <laughs> we're talking about ten thirty one, the two thousand seventeen film. That yeah, is tomorrow. We're I'll probably release this then. Yeah, we're recording this on Devil's Night. Um, so that's the thing. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's the thing. Um, we love the devil. Yeah, who doesn't? God. Yeah. <laughs> but he created him. Yeah, just to be a dick. Yeah, what a jerk. Um, but we're gonna have our normal segments. Other than that, we're gonna be talking about video game. Yep. Video game. Video game. Robot. Robot. <laughs> Robot. <laughs> Fucking Mitchell's and the Machines. Sandwich parties. <laughs> well, the best thing... Well, I mean, there's a lot of great things about Mitchell's versus the Machines. But uh, Danny Bride's choice of how, like, a dad says robots. <laughs> robots? <laughs> robots? Yeah, Mitchell's versus right? the Machines is so good, though. It's so good. Um, if you haven't watched Mitchell's versus the Machines, fuck 1031. <laughs> Go watch Mitchell's well, versus yeah, the Machines. Yeah, it's on Netflix. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. I like my ass off in yeah, that movie. Yeah, it's actually a very funny movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh... Weird to see Danny McBride doing a wholesome character. Yeah, I mean, he's done a wholesome character before, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he has. Um, I mean, he wasn't that bad in Alien Requiem. <laughs> That movie was bad, but that movie's terrible. But he doesn't play like the normal Damon Bride character in that. He I plays guess that's kind true. of a good guy. That's true. Um, but yeah, before all that, we have some topics to talk about. Probably topics. How's your week been? What's been going on? Uh, it's been a hell of a week. <laughs> hell of a week. They're just draining money from me. <laughs> that's what happens when you get money. You're just like, man, I'm finally gonna get ahead. Here come the bills. Yep, and it's like, hey, remember when you thought you were getting ahead? The bills went up, too. It's like, fuck! <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, I. Uh, that's never fun. <laughs> no, but it is what it is. I watched some movies. That's probably what I'm going to do tomorrow if Paige is working late. I'm probably just going to sit here and watch all the VHS tapes that she does not want to watch, which is most of them. Everything. <laughs> most of them. Uh, yeah, we... we I got work until 4 o'clock. I'm going to watch Hell Night again. I'm but, sure it uh, works oh, fine now. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure the VHS <laughs> copy that didn't work when we tried to watch it for last episode, episode four last. Episode before last. Yeah, last episode was Crandy Corn. Crandy. Crandy. <laughs> Mr. Crandy. Um, but I'm sure it'll work this time. Old Red Candy. <laughs> yeah. Old Red Candy. Uh yeah, I think we're just going to be, uh, whenever we get to work, we're going to probably watch a couple movies and go to Halloween event around here at yeah. some point. We had a bigger Halloween celebration that we went to over the weekend. Did you do anything for over Halloween weekend? Work. This past weekend? No. no. Work. Work. All right. <laughs> nothing afterwards, though? You didn't go to the bar? Or nope. No? Nope. Yeah. Broke as a joke. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Uh, I get it. Um, 
But yeah, we, we went down to, uh, we went up to Athens. Yeah, some vision Athens. video. Yeah, the, it was the first um, first annual Southern Gothic Fest. Goth Dad, come yeah. on the show. Goth Dad, you may. You actually may. Dusty may. Oh, uh, fuck you, Dusty. Uh, Don't come on our show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but vision video through the first annual Southern Gothic Fest. Uh, it, it's pretty cool because... Um, How's Athens? Um, Weird. Weird? Yeah, well, we didn't see a whole lot of it, but it's a college town because that's where the University of Georgia is. Is that in Athens? Yeah. Oh. But see, okay, so this weekend they had their big Halloween event called the Wild Rumpus, um, which is this big downtown thing that has a Halloween parade and there's like a DJ sets and all kinds of stuff. And there were like a shitload of people and stuff. But it's like what Gainesville does with the fest where they do Halloween weekend. And what's the reason for doing that? There's a reason? Yeah. Uh, remember? For how long we lived in Gainesville? Uh, was it because uh, it annoyed the shit out of me? The, game, the Gainesville-Georgia rivalry game. Oh! So they beat oh. Jacksonville to play. So all the college students are people that are, give a fuck about watching people that are fresh out of high school play football. <laughs> Go ahead. Watch it. Yeah, well, <laughs> if the fest was as good as the game, they probably had a terrible fest. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I saw that score. Yeah, um, 40 to, 44 to 20 or something? something. I thought it was like, yeah, four, the high 40s, like 19 or something. Gay like goaters. <laughs> um, but anyways, so even though a lot of the college people were out, like the wild rumpus was still like a big, big thing. But that's one of the reasons why I decided to do it. Because the 40 Watt Club is like right there. In Smack the same, down. like, yeah, like the close off area where this whole thing is happening. So they do it when the kids are in Jacksonville. Yeah. Okay. Um, so Southern Gothic Fest was thrown by Vision Video. Um, and who played was Twin Tribes and Vision Video. Um, Did and they look similar? Who? The tribes. Twin Tribes? <laughs> yeah. They look very similar. Okay. Have you ever listened to Twin Tribes before? They're awesome. Been great. <laughs> I don't know why you're thinking I'd have. Like, you look, you I'm look, like, does it go? <laughs> no, not quite. Just a little more, a little more synthier and less screamy. Nope. <laughs> Is there blast beats? Uh, yeah. There's there's a lot of blast beats. I'll check it out. <laughs> Just kidding. I won't it's check not, it out. Uh, but it was them and Tears for the Dying. Um, and then there were two DJ sets after that. Um. But we didn't stay for those because it's one thirty, and we were both drunk. Yeah, <laughs> so, fuck that. And and I'm old man now. Where normally during the work week I wake up at five a.m. six a.m. Anyways, I'm just like fuck, dude. Like when it hits like ten p.m., I'm like, well, I guess I better lay down. Even on my fucking days off, like I'll be like, I gotta stay up. And you know, Paige can go to bed. I'll come play video games or watch a movie. She'll be like, eh, just lay down until I fall asleep. I'm like, okay. And I'll, yeah, immediately. Sure. <laughs> immediately fall asleep. Yeah, I fall asleep super fast also. Yeah. Um, she hates it. But, I, uh, but yeah, we had a great time. It was awesome. I would like to see what happens with them doing a second annual. Um, I think it could use some more promotion because they only promoted it like right when they made the announcement. Well, I know you guys have been planning on this for a while. Yeah, since uh, the announcement was at the beginning of July. you were July. talking about it before... 
We even moved. Yeah. yeah uh, they made the announcement like July 5th. And you were like, hey, do you want to go to Southern Gothic? And I was like, no. <laughs> it was really fun, though. No, I bet it was fun. Because yeah, it was like, also like the downtown thing was happening at the same time. It was completely two different worlds because like they had this like stage and DJs outside and like everybody was like crowd front. It was like a sea of people. And it was like the whitest ever. It's just like, who wants to hear Nirvana song followed by House of Pain song followed by Sweet Child of Mine? And there's like the crowd's jumping, just white hands, a sea of white hands. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it was, and then we just go back in the club. And it's weird, even though it was like right there, it still felt kind of secluded to itself. Like, yeah. it didn't feel like a lot of, like, foot traffic from outside was coming in for the show. You're like, what the fuck is this? You know, it's just so felt like its own thing. So, uh, thought that was pretty cool. Uh, but, yeah, you know, a lot of familiar faces and met some new faces. And we had a good time and danced. And, yeah. Had, had an awesome vegan burger at uh, one of the places there right downtown. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Southern Gothic was a success. I'm I'm happy with uh, how it turned out. Cool. Um, Your costumes were great. <laughs> yeah, we were. Uh, for anybody who doesn't know, uh, we dressed like Beetlejuice and Lydia. Me and Lauren dressed like Beetlejuice. Throwing up Lydia. on the Insta. Yeah, I put on the Insta also because uh, of my personal page. But um, yeah, we dressed like Beetlejuice and Lydia, but we gender swapped them and uh, slotted both of them up. <laughs> Yeah, both we they were both like I'm like oh my Lydia was kind of slutty so no we both slutted both of them <laughs> so uh, got a lot of compliments people liked it but like anytime I dressed like in drag or as a female character like my walk is so butch I was going to the bathroom at one point in the club and she's like she's like you have the latest feminine walk ever just kind of lumber around <laughs> I would imagine yeah <laughs> oh there was news that happened this weekend though. What's that? Did you hear about the double Matthew homicide? Perry? Oh. No, not that news. We'll talk about that in a second. Uh, double homicide. Here in town. Oh, yes, I did. Uh, uh, Laura Truman. about that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they said one, the, both bodies were shot in the face. Mm-hmm. One was... The thing that is, like, blowing my mind about it is that one of them was in the middle of the road. Right. And if you don't know what Truman is, it's a highway yeah. that goes through Savannah. You literally like live right next to it. Yeah, we're right next you to Truman. You live right, right next to and it. And they found a body in the middle of the highway and one in a ditch. And I'm like, how the fuck did that work out? Like, obviously, the guy who did it must have been driving and killed them. But he drops one in the middle of the road but takes the other to a ditch. Like, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, right. That's weird. Yeah, it's really weird. It's but, like execution style. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, look, it uh, it was apparently pretty bad. They're not releasing a lot of information, but I was like, damn, that's spooky. We'll talk about it on our horse thing. I mean, Savannah, especially downtown, like Real Market, um, is like gun violence has been super, super bad in the area um, over the last couple years um they've been trying to that's cut weird it's like gun violence is really bad in the u.s i know it's so <laughs> fucking weird i i told you about this i didn't say this on the air we don't like getting too political or whatever about it, so i won't say what my personal views are on the situation uh, about guns and gun control i'm sure you can guess but um whenever the stuff happened in maine last week um at work you know that guy was a card i have a radio <laughs> 
He was a, a car carrying member of the NRA. A Robert Card. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, there's a radio in my work area. So I listen to, like, a morning show or whatever. And, you know, the music comes on afterwards. But during the morning show... Oh, like, yeah. It's <laughs> talking about, like, wow, this is, like, so awful. And, like, you know, we... I'm not going to say the name of the show. And also, this doesn't have anything to do with their show, personally. It's just an ad that played by pure happenstance right By afterwards. the worst airtime um, ever. Yeah. Uh, we're just like, yeah, you know, it's awful. And, you know, there's a tragedy. Everything happened in Maine. Blah, 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 blah. And then immediately after, they cut the commercial break. And the first commercial up is for Dean Forest Road. I'll say this store. Dean Forest Road, uh, the gun store on Dean Forest here in Savannah. Whose slogan at the end of it is, don't be a victim, buy a gun. <laughs> it's literally the last line of that commercial. Oh, my God. And I'm like, wow, that's tasteless. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh it's like, boy. clearly, yeah, that was a problem. All those people that got shot didn't have a gun. That was, that's it. <laughs> like, come on, man. Well, Robert made sure he wasn't a victim. <laughs> he did the same fucking thing that every shooter does. Mm-hmm. Shoots themselves. Yep. <laughs> but uh yeah and i was telling my mom about the double homicide thing and she's like oh wow yeah we had 11 here this weekend i was like all right <laughs> you win jacksonville's always been terrible about that i love yeah they've been terrible you love gun deaths okay cool. <laughs> i love gun deaths <laughs> i'm like is that fireworks oh i hope not <laughs> Oh man, I, me out. I really hope it's a killing spree. <laughs> yeah, but Jacksonville's terrible. Always has been awful. One of the highest yeah, fatality but, rates. Yeah. Gun violence. Yeah. Um, but uh, I like Jacksonville. <laughs> you do. More than normal people should. <laughs> yeah. No, I like Jacksonville. Uh, if it wasn't going to be here, we were going to move to Jacksonville. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what, what, other, uh, what other stories we got? Watch Five Nights at Freddy's? Yeah, you watch. I haven't watched it yet. It just came out Friday? Yes. Yeah. Friday. I had a chance to sit down and watch it yet. Um, Also, I have no... For everybody to know, be completely transparent, I've never played any of the Five Nights at Freddy's. So even once I watch it, I won't have a clear opinion like you will because you have played it before. I've played the first two. Okay. So what did you think from coming from that angle? From coming from that angle, like... You could kind of tell in the critic and the audience reviews because it's like the critic review is like 20%. Right. And then the audience review is 90. Mm-hmm. So you could tell who's played the game and you have these. Cri- I was reading some of the critic reviews and they're like, what is this even about? Like, who came up with this idea? Blah, blah, blah. It's like, it's a game. It's a, it's a video game. Yeah. Mr. Guy who said Sonic the Hedgehog 2 was a great movie. <laughs> like, but, uh,. It was not. <laughs> First one's okay. <laughs> um, for a video game movie, I think it's totally passable. That's most video game movies. It's either that or terrible. No, I I say I wouldn't even say passable on most of them. I would say terrible for almost yeah, all of them. That's usually the thing with them. Yeah. I mean, we can't all be Street Fighter. <laughs> the movie that killed Raul Julia. Yeah. Yeah. It's like cancer. It's like, no, they really gave him cancer, and then he died of it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I think if you've played the games, it's uh, it's kind of fun. Like, you can tell it's written for a younger audience. There's still some... PG-13. 
Yeah, there's still some gore scenes. I mean, they got away with a lot in Megan, too. Mm-hmm. And it is Blumhouse. So. Yeah, Megan's actually, like, really good. No, yeah. Megan's amazing. Yeah. But it's also not based off a of video game. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, it's, I, it's based off of a Simpsons Treehouse of Horror episode. <laughs> Simpsons did it. Simpsons did it. <laughs> At the Krusty the Clown doll? Yeah. <laughs> actually, that was more of the Chucky remake. Yeah. that was That's a, literally the origin of that movie. In the, in the movie. He literally has a switch that gets turned to evil in that film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the same fucking story as the Crusty Clown episode of Treehouse of Horror. Oh, you see, you have your doll set to evil. Yeah. <laughs> Marge, Marge, the toys attacking me and the toaster's been laughing at me. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so... Yeah, I, I think it's fine. Like, would I, like, tell everyone you gotta go watch it? No. If you enjoyed Five Nights at Freddy's, I bet you'll enjoy it. Like, sure. It was a fine watch. Like, yeah. And, you know, I was gonna say, like, Page Lights, too. I'm like, oh, wait, she played those games with me. So, yeah, she gets it. <laughs> yeah, she she gets it. She gets it. These, these, uh, these movie reviewers, they just don't get it. Yeah, I, it's... Man, it's so hard to like pin it because, like I said, my review is like probably a four or five out of ten. And I know you're like, I know you're. That's like that's bad. But I'm like, you should see my other reviews. Like I'm usually like, I'll give it a two, and it's like you hated it that much. I'm like, no, I thought it was all right. <laughs> you're you're a terrible critic. Please, <laughs> maybe one of the worst movie critics. I've ever no, they have to, It has to really fucking scratch an itch for me. And you're like Neil Breen movie five, five out of five. <laughs> no, Neil Breen straight tens. <laughs> um, yeah. So there's that. And then I finally watched VHS the night uh, eighty five. Eighty five. And I enjoyed it. I think it's one of the better VHS movies. Definitely better than the last one. Yeah, it's solid. I like, um, I mean, I think that everybody involved was really good. I think all the directors were good. Um, I like that Scott Derrickson had a really over-the-top segment. <laughs> yeah, it was good, though. Yeah. Uh, and I like uh, uh, David Bruckner. His uh, his connector story was very Cronenbergian. Uh and I like him generally as a director. I always think that his endings always fuck up the rest of the movies because that's what happened with the Night House and that's what happened with the new Hellraiser movie. Yeah. But it's good to see him come back to his franchise because he has a segment way, 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 way back in, uh, I think, the very first VHS, either VHS 1 or 2. I think it was 1. Uh, yeah, for him to come back to the franchise and do the connector story on this one. But uh, my, my favorite story is the, there's two parts because it, you see the first half of it, then you see another segment or two, and then it goes back to it. Um, and that's uh, one they'll just say takes place around a lake. It's the first story. Yeah, it's great. First, first main story. story. Um, and where it goes is very satisfying. <laughs> it really is. And uh, uses all practical effects. It's really good. Yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. Um, now we can talk about it. Mm-hmm. Matthew Perry's dead. <laughs> Speaking of lakes. <laughs> Speaking of drowning victims. <laughs> no, okay, I'm sure there's a lot of friend fans out there. I never got into it myself. I, I don't know much else that he's done. Um, I know I've seen him in other stuff, but it's never like blown me away. He doesn't seem like a bad person. 
Aaron, he's had a lot of problems. Yeah. Years. He had a lot of substance abuse issues and stuff. And he just released that memoir last year. Um, the people got upset because in one part he talks about how Keanu Reeves is a terrible actor and blah, 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 and whatever. People are like, whoa, fuck you, fuck you. It's like, he's just an asshole. It's fine. Like, it's already has his own opinions. Um, but they, they talk about, I guess it's more and more it's coming out about. He, he talked about that book, from what I understand. I'm not a big friends guy either. Um, I get a lot of the references just from friends of ours and culture osmosis but yeah um, it's it's shitty seinfeld but uh yeah seinfeld's way better seinfeld's a, ma- a million times better. um but uh yeah just from everything i've, I've been hearing and all that it's just he, he had a lot of problems he had a lot of substance abuse problems and a lot of things while working on that show and then afterwards and i just don't think he ever really got over all of it fully um obviously but it seems like lisa kudrow is going to adopt his dog so that's really nice Who's Lisa Kudrow? She played Phoebe in the show. Who's Phoebe? She's the more um, artsy one. <laughs> she's the other one that's not Courtney Cox or Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> oh, shit. That was Courtney Cox? Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I really don't watch Friends. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody told me it was gonna end this way. Inside a bathtub with some drugs inside my veins. And we say it'll be in the second year. Oh boy. Uh, we've lost so many listeners. Anyway, I'll be there for you. Who else passed away is uh, Richard Mall died. Now that's sad. Richard Mall died, who people probably best know from Night Court. He played Bull, uh, the bailiff. Um, but he was also a very accomplished voice actor. He was also in a lot of B movies and stuff like that. Uh, but uh, my favorite role he ever did was Two Face in the Batman anime series. Mm-hmm. And people are dying left and right from that show. Oh, uh, you ain't Because kidding. he's dead. Kevin, Kevin Costner died almost a year ago. Kevin Conroy. Kevin Costner. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Kevin Conroy. Uh, Kevin Conroy. And then uh, Ar- I'm like, you would not be sad about Kevin Costner. <laughs> no, I would not. I was sad about Kevin Conroy dying, though. Yeah. Um, and Arlene Sorkin, uh, the voice of Harley Quinn, just died like two yep. months ago. Yeah. That was, I forgot um, so Mark about Hamill that. better watch his fucking ass. Because Mark, we love you. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to tell Lauren about that time. <laughs> you embarrassed yourself in front of Mark Hamill. Oh, yeah. Well, he didn't know it was no, me. No, no, but... you disrupted a whole panel, though. It wasn't a panel. It was just him. Oh, was it? Being interviewed by James Arnold Taylor. It was in a uh, hall, though? No, it was in the like big auditorium yeah, so it was a thing. Q&A. Yeah, but it wasn't a panel. Oh, yeah. Well, a, I meant a Q&A. Yeah. Okay, yeah. But it was a, a crowd of people. Yes. And he made a dumb, dumb, dumb joke. 
and you lost it. It wasn't that dumb. <laughs> Sorry, just a dumb, dumb joke. Yeah. Well, did you at least give the background on it, how we made that joke all the time, me and Chris? I wasn't there. Uh, you can tell him. Yeah, well, me and Chris love Star Wars, so is Rocky, but me and Chris used to... Well, wait, actually, I lived with both of you, so... But uh, me and Chris, whenever, like, I mean... The first convention I ever went to was Star Wars Celebration with him, and we went to Star Wars Celebration every time it showed up, and uh, watched the Clone Wars series and everything together, and uh, we always used to make that joke, that's not true, that's impossible. And we would just say that about everything. It'd be like, "Oh fuck, I burnt the popcorn." That's not true. That's impossible. So James Earl Taylor was interviewing him, and this was my very, very lonely Star Wars celebration, where they were both like, "Hey, we have, to, we're gonna have to go next weekend." I'm like, "But I took this weekend off," and they're like, "Well, we'll give you uh, a day, a two days on a day of each of ours for your birthday, since none of us are going with you." So I went by myself, and uh, we were in the auditorium. I was watching the Q and A, and it was James Arnold Taylor who voices Obi Wan Kenobi and other people in the Clone Wars. And he's interviewing Mark Hamill, and he was asking Mark Hamill about if he would ever be on the Clone Wars. And he was like, "I mean, you know, if they'd asked, he's like, they haven't asked. He's like, I know. I said to myself, that's not true. That's impossible." And everyone's like, <laughs> and I fucking belted out. I was cackling like a fucking demon <laughs> from hell. Like I looked like the album cover Meat Loves Bad Out of Hell. And it got really quiet. You're just like, oh, Mark, I'm so happy we came to this convention together. <laughs> yeah, and it was like. When you're disturbing the furry next to you, you know you've gone too far. So the the furry next to me was like, this guy's a creep. <laughs> I couldn't help myself, but he was like, oh, and then like on stage they acknowledged it. They're like, okay. <laughs> and then I just sat there mortified the rest of it. <laughs> Great story. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, great time. Um, thank you, if Seth Green, if you ever hear this, thank you for being nice to me yeah, while I was there. That's a great story. I'd say that story some other time, but yeah. But Seth Green, real mensch. Yeah. 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 Great guy. Really good guy. Um, other news. Uh, sequel got a sequel to It Follows is announced today. Exciting. Called They Follow. Yeah. Um, same director, Michael Monroe is back, starring in it. Um, Broken Lake Girl, she's there. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, the whole cast of uh, Bro- Broken Lizard will be there. Oh, God. <laughs> so yeah. that's scary. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> um, but yeah, they follow. Uh, they follow them to Club Dread. That right? movie, I mean, if it comes out next year, that'll be the 10 year anniversary. Oh, my God. Is it that old? It came out 2014. What the fuck is happening? Yeah, I think it came out the same year as the guest. Michael Moreau was all on that year. Um, oh, that's that movie I watched immediately when you told. Oh, me. Oh yeah, to. totally. Yeah, we don't have an episode about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I don't know what other uh, there's any other important things to talk about horror wise, or we can just get into this. We're, we're kind of padding out the the front section of this because there's really not a lot to say about our main topic. Yeah, which is ten thirty one, which is uh, I can bullshit more. What do you want? <laughs> <laughs> well, we're gonna bullshit about the movie so we can get into it. Um, so I guess we'll go into the trailer. Trailer time! Trailer time. Welcome to my Halloween Monster Marathon with me, your host, Malvolia, the Queen of Screams. always wear that mask all the time definitely a good way to cap off halloween night i don't have any candy all those naughty kids love their halloween Scarecrow. It's still here. Run, Mikey! Run! So, 1031, it came out to the, how, bleh, 2017. Yeah. Um, well, I don't want to say 18. I don't know why I was thinking. It's, uh, it's an anthology horror film, like we mentioned earlier. It was directed by um, uh, Zane Hirschberger, Joan William Holt, Brett Yeager, Rocky Gray, and Justin M. Seaman. Um, What's so funny? <laughs> And it was uh, executive produced by um, PJ Starks. Uh, yeah, I don't know what most of these guys went on and did. Um, honestly, there's not a whole lot of like trivia or background on this movie um, that I can see. Um, Justin N. Seaman, um, he directed uh, a segment in a movie called Volumes of Blood Horror Stories. Which, uh, which, um, PJ Starks also produced and Rocky Gray. Um, uh, he, I think he shot a segment of that as well. But Rocky Gray is probably best known for, uh, being the drummer of Evanescence from 2003 to 2007. <laughs> so, I mean, no way, no way, that's a bad thing, right? That's a real gray area. <laughs> you know, Vanessa's with that one song with the rappy part. 
The one where she's walking yeah, outside of an apartment building. Yeah. Like, you, you don't really understand why. Like, she's just awkwardly hanging off the building at one point, and the guy's trying to, like, pull her up, but he's not even, like, touching her. It's like the, he's doing a terrible job of saving her. <laughs> Bring her yeah, back into the building or not. What's her name? Amy Lee? Amy Lee? Yeah. Yeah, people were infatuated with her. <laughs> a lot of people still are. Yeah. Um, nothing gets her here that she's very nice, but... <laughs> Really? I've always heard the opposite. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought I thought I always heard good things about her. Either yeah, way, it's from band members. Either way, this is fucking sucks. But yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, Rocky Gray was in that. So and now he directed a segment in this movie, and it's also the worst segment. It is. Um, Come on the show. We'll tell you how stupid you are for your beliefs. Yeah. Um, yeah, because he plays a lot of Christian metal. Um, the thing about this movie, about 1031, is that it's not that bad. Um, it's not good, but I, I wasn't bored. I didn't have a bad time watching it. No, some of it was so, like, ridiculous. It was, like, kind of fun to watch. Yeah, yeah. No, I had a good time. I was way it. more miserable watching Candy Corn. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think we both agreed that we like this better than Candy Corn. Yes. Uh, no, I don't want any Mango. of those. You love those things. I do. Um, let me see here. Okay, so what's the best way to do this? I guess the best way, since there's not a lot of background, would be like, but did you know that actually a key grip on this movie was Kevin Conroy? I mean, Kevin Costner? I can't do that, like... Yeah, there's We're really not a lot of information about it. it. Yeah. Um, I think what we can do is let's do like a brief summarization of each sketch. Yes. Or, or not sketch, but segment. Segment. Thank you. And uh, sketchment. Then kind of talk about the things we enjoyed about it and the things we hated. Okay. Kind of like I hate how we've all been of it. Doing. Anyways, next episode of Blade and Apples. <laughs> Let's see what happens to David Schwimmer next week. <laughs> would it be... F- oh, man. It would be so amazing if there was, like, a, a guy who was so upset about the show Friends ending that he was going around and staging murders... Of the Friends cast? Yes. We should make a movie about that. <laughs> um, Alright, so let's... Uh, so, you want me to just start running through them or you want to start or you want to just switch on and off? Okay, you, so... Lead it. Uh, you go ahead and start with the first one. I'll talk about the second one. Okay, so... We'll just kind of switch up. There's four segments. We can each... Well, take. yeah. Well, it's connected by Connector's Story. It was directed by Hunter Johnson. It's called Malvolia, the queen of screams. The queen of screams. Um, she's your dollar store Elvira. She... She seems like a very nice lady. <laughs> that has... Listen, she has more personality than whatever that character was off of Erotica. Leibuchar. Not, not her. The, the connector, the one just like, here's another segment. 
and she plucks out that one girl's eyes. Oh God! And like I forgot she's about her. Just like, whoa, look, Glenn Danzig hired another stripper. I guess whatever. <laughs> We're still waiting, Danzig. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, Jennifer Nangle plays Malvolia, the Queen of Screams, um, and she has a. Um, her character was actually in. Okay, I take back everything I said. I'm happy I did. See. This didn't come up on the trivia or anything like that. Um, because I was about to see, say, like, she doesn't have a really distinct, like, personality as far as, like, an Elvira vampire goes. But she seems like, she seems like a nice lady that's just like, here's another story. Like, whatever. Uh, but she's actually been in other things. She's been in the movie Body Count as Malvolia. She had a TV series from 2017 to 2022. Called Malvolia? 87 episodes. Malvolia, the Queen of Screams. Huh. So I I don't know if she's a local horror movie host. Pretty sure Sindhuli killed her. <laughs> maybe, mm-hmm. maybe. Um, I just got uh, this is so random. Uh, there was a market at Lone Wolf, like a Halloween market. I got a Sindhuli shirt. Yeah. No shit. When was the market? <laughs> On Friday. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, but one of the we said like just a Sindhuli shirt. I'm like, oh awesome. And the lady's like, you know who Sindhuli is? Like, yeah. It's like. I'm from Chicago and I come down here and nobody knows who Spangoli is. I'm like, of course you know who Spangoli is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so I guess she is somebody, but she is the host of these of these uh, stories. Um, oh, that's kind of neat. She was in Demonoids from Hell as Malvolia, the Queen Screams. Uh, Transmission, Hell of Screaming Undead, Hellvira on the Run. She was Malvolia and all those. I got to do more research on this. Hellvira? Hellvira. The fuck is that? She's in ten thirty one part three. Wait, there's three? I thought there's only two. There's a part three. Well, let's She's pause like, here. And let's go watch the other. So I need to. I I, I don't want to give her any. Like I wanted to give her the proper props. Yeah. Um. So uh. But I didn't have anything against her as a host. I was just like, oh well, they just got this lady to do it. But I didn't know that she had this immense career beforehand and during. Um. Good for her. So it's good. Uh, but yeah, it's it's basic. Like a couple kids walk up to a TV. They're watching the TV. Malvolia come on. And she's like, we're going to watch some spooky segments. And that's always fun. Um, which leads us to our first segment, which is the hag. The yes. old hag. Old hag, yeah. Hag house. Are these doing it for you? Hagweenie. <laughs> Uh, what is what is it called? Uh, it's, it's the hag, right? Yeah, it's old hag. Yeah. So uh, the old hag. Uh, what what's that about? So the old hag is these two. It starts off with two guys who are like trying to get into making commercials and shit like that, and they try and pass off that they're professionals, and they find this lady who wants to get. A commercial done for her Airbnb, which is this old mansion, and it's really late at night. And they go there. She's like, "You got the job." And they're like, "When do we start?" And it's like, "Now." And they're like, "Okay." So they start filming, and one of the guys from the commercial team keeps seeing this old haggard woman in random places, and the other dude can't see her. The lady seems to know a story about her, and they were saying like how. The house used to be run by her and blah, blah, blah. And, um, she ends up killing everybody. <laughs> yeah, except for the lady that owns the house. No, it kills her too. 
No, she doesn't. Yeah, at the very end. No, she doesn't. Oh, that's right. No, she covers her yeah. up with a blanket because she brought her people to die. Yeah. Yeah, you had to feed the witch. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just great acting all around. Actually, well, one of the actors isn't great, but the other one's not bad. Um, but it's great because he's like the only one that can see her. Like you can definitely tell that, the, the, especially when you look at IMDb and stuff, they chose they most likely chose people they knew personally yeah, sure. to be in the segments, yeah. which is fine, and you can kind of tell. And some were better than others, and you know that's fine. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I can't think of any like acting that was like so atrocious that was pissing me off. I, I would just have to say the kid in the second segment; he's awful. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, that's about it, yeah. though. That's the only one that was, like, shockingly bad. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's, that's a pretty, like, generic story of just being like, yeah. There's All just, of them are pretty generic stories. Hanging Except s- the second one. That and somehow weird. the old hag looks like, we talked about, somehow at the same time looks like both the old man and Pearl. Together. From, from X, X. Yeah. <laughs> together. If you merge them into one, That's it looks like both look. of them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. The second segment is trespassers. It's the story of a guy's on a date on Halloween night with this one girl. Um, she's like, "Hey, you want to go do a Halloween ritual?" And he's like, oh, I don't know. Oh, it sounds spooky. Well, will I get late if I do this? She's like, probably not. I was like, all right, let's go. <laughs> and Thank so, God. <laughs> she drives up to this house. Uh, she tells this whole convoluted story about a family going crazy, as they do, um, due to this scarecrow. Yeah. And uh, the father ended up murdering the family. And himself. And himself. Um and he's like, whoa, that sounds like a bunch of baloney. Well, guess what? It's not a bunch of baloney because that scarecrow's still there. And it's, but it's not a scarecrow. Thirsting for blood. And why it's a vampire. Blood, it's a fucking vampire. Um, which is a fun concept, I guess. Yeah, no, because it was like a band of gypsies that had, and then the family yeah. made the scarecrow to keep him away from everyone. Yeah, so they hang him on a cross, so that's why he can't move. You find out that the family was killed because they were all vampires, and Dad's like, I'm not letting you become vampires. Yep. And uh turns out that the, our main character, our, the guy that's with this chick... Um, is a vampire hunter. Yep, and he already knew about the whole story even though he acted completely stupid and dumb to everything and he knew what would happen but he let her do it anyway. He's like, I need to let this expository dialogue happen. Yeah, it was really fucking stupid. Because audiences are dumb. And even watching it, I was like, wait, it's a vampire? And they're like, yeah, it's a vampire. I'm like, what? Yeah, and like, it may, I'm like, that is a vampire. Um... But yeah, it uh, that's a fun enough segment though. Yeah, it was um, fun. I think the scarecrow looked good. Spoilers: He dies at the end because because well, no, he gets turned into he gets turned into the, the vampire scarecrow. Yeah, at the end because the scarecrow vampire, but the gypsy curse, the Romani curse. I can, I can say gypsy, but <laughs> the scram Perry, <laughs> the scrampire, uh, but Romani uh, curse comes from. Uh, you had to keep on having a scare, scare pyre, yes. Yeah. Or a vamp crow. Um, 
which goes to the next segment, which is uh, killing it on the dance floor. Killing it on the dance floor, which, which I kind of liked. I like it a lot. A lot's going on. <laughs> yeah, a lot and a lot too much skating. Yeah, oh my fucking. They were definitely padding the uh, runtime with it. Um, also, I didn't say uh, Trespass was directed by Zane Hirschberger, and um, Old Hag was directed by Justin M. Seaman. Um, Killing the Dance was uh, directed by John William Holt. And, uh, yeah, it seems like more going on to these... See, this is the thing. Is that more I click on these people's names and stuff like that, it feels like they're all within, like, the same group. So I don't know if it's a regional thing. We're just like, hey, let's make these low-budget horror films and use, like, the same actors, and we all kind of just... If so, I think that's fun as fuck. I think that's awesome. I think that's great. Um, Do more of that. Yeah. I'll Uh, watch the other ones tomorrow. Just yeah. for you. Yeah, there you go. Come on the show. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, uh, Killing the Dance is about this girl, and she's going to work. So, for some reason... It doesn't seem like she's going to work, but that's where she ends up. Yeah, it's Halloween night. And the mom's flipping out. She's like, I can't believe you're dressing like some type of slut. Some type of slut. You're bringing your brother with you. And you're like, oh, she's going to party. Now she just goes to work. It's like, no, why she goes would you, to work. Why would you why make would you him take the kid? Yeah, and uh, you're a bad mom. Yeah, and her mom is bad. Um, yeah, well, yeah. The dad, the dad <laughs> left. Left. Didn't die. He left. No, he left. He said, "Fuck this." Uh, yeah, for good reasons. Um, and so the main character is dressed up as something. I can't remember what she's dressed up as. She's not dressed up as anything. She, she looks, looks like, like Avril Lavigne or something. Some stupid shit. But her little brother. Uh, it's just like oh. werewolf <laughs> cop hero samurai, <laughs> and he uses a voice changer. Yeah, so he has yeah, a very weird sounding voice. Yeah, um, AIDS baby. Yeah, and uh, they go yeah, AIDS baby. Um, and they go to her job, and you find out while she's at work that she has a boyfriend that's a dick. A dick. And it doesn't turn out to be a dick at the end, though. Yeah, he has a bit of a redemption, but he's yeah. like a drug dealer or some shit like that. He's much older than her. He's dressed like Crockett from Miami Vice. Um, and there's this strange cowboy. Did we say it was a roller rink? Oh, yeah, she works a roller rink. It's a roller rink. There you go. It's a, uh, a skate station. Um, and uh, uh, there's a strange cowboy that's skating around he has like a mask on that has like big like googly eyes and a big old mustache and stuff yep. uh, which is slightly giallo-ish there's some giallo influence in it um, you find out that she also has a girlfriend that she's planning on running off with dude gets mad about it yeah cause she's the hot girl dancing around yeah but uh this guy just starts slicing people up with a straight razor um which is a, the cowboy that is, yeah, not the boyfriend. Which is a super ineffective weapon. Uh, Worked for them. <laughs> in, on roller skates. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, he slices up most of the dance floor uh, until he gets down to our main character and uh, her little brother's there as well. And whenever the killer goes attack her, she pulls the mask off and it's her mother. <laughs> 
And she's like, you're not leaving me with that piece of shit, that little kid. And then the kid pulls off his mask, and he's like a weird monster thing with a throbbing head. Yeah. And they're like, what the fuck? And she's like, no, don't do it, he's like Danny, that one Billy villain David. From, he's like that one villain from Freakazoid. Wasn't there like a little kid with a big like, brain from Freakazoid? I can't remember his name. You know who I'm talking about, though, right? I know exactly yeah. who you're talking yeah, about. Like I that. love Freakazoid. Yeah. Scream. Yeah. Freakazoid's great. Candle Jack. Yes. Uh... That would be a great costume, Candle Jack, or or Freakazoid, or Freakazoid. Freakazoid would be harder because of the hair. Yeah, yeah. but uh, but, uh yeah, yeah, he has a little vein in his forehead. The kid, not not Freakazoid, <laughs> and he starts <laughs> pulsating, and then uh, blows his mother's head up, his head completely off, and then her and her little brother leave. Yeah, <laughs> they go somewhere. Yeah, he just puts a werewolf mask on. Out. Now we know why he's wearing a werewolf mask. Yes. Um, the, the, the next, next segment, segment is uh, our boys. The next segment is uh, Rocky Gray's. No, no? no what's no, the next no. one? Brad Diager is. I think that's. Sorry, Brett, if you listen to this. Um, that butcher last name. Brad Diager, because it's spelled D, lowercase e, capital. J A G E R, something. That would be Diager, De Jager. Yeah. Um, Halloween Blizzard of '91. The Jagger. Yeah. Who's like the Jagger? We got it. We got it. Which is a Christmas. Oh yeah. Well, you soon find it's a Christmas Halloween skit. But yeah, there's these two really weird kids watching TV. Yeah. Okay. Not because they're monsters or anything. No, they're just strange children. Yeah. What's well, a whole strange household? On the couch, it's it's the dad and the the mom is in the other room getting cakes or some shit ready, and she comes and sits on the couch and it's her, her husband who's dressed like a cop, she's dressed like Snow White, and her sister. No, she's dressed like the Queen of Hearts. Or Queen of Hearts from Alice in Wonderland. That's right. Um, and her sister's there who's not dressed up as anything because she forgot her costume at her house. It's snowed in. Yeah, because yeah. it's a blizzard, and the two kids are watching. They're even watching TV. They're fucking. Pl- they're they're playing a board game that they explain for two seconds. Yeah, like this is a bloody gore, bloody gore board game, and we. Why don't you? Play? Yeah, because it, it's the weirdest thing. Because the dad's just like, "Why don't you play your game, kid?" You, you, you explain this one actually. Yeah, it, <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, they're like, why don't you play your games, kids? And he's like, yes, we will play Bloody Gore, the board game of horrors. And I don't like Bloody Gore. I don't like Halloween. Halloween's stupid. I like Christmas. And the kid's like, you're an idiot. Like, Halloween's the best. You can see them reading their lines off all of their legs and arms. And yeah, and the cards. And the cards. And people whispering into their ears saying, this is the and the dad literally sitting on the couch would be like, that's all you're supposed to say. The line is actually. <laughs> I'm a professional. <laughs> Stupid kids. <laughs> I'm actor, man. Uh, so these weird little gnome-like creature children show up. And the kid who likes Halloween answers the doors. And they're like, hee, 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 we're wearing weird costumes. Can we have some candy, trick or treat? And he's like, yeah, here's some candy. And... The thing that really bothered me about it, though, is that there was other people coming, and they're like, we don't have any candy, we're out of candy, and it's like, no, you aren't, you have a fuck ton of candy, and uh, so they come back, or no, 
the the wife goes up to the attic where the sauna is. Yeah, there's a sauna. <laughs> there's a sauna in a decrepit attic. Yes. And the sister comes out. She's like, oh, you scared me. She's like, oh, I was just looking for you. They were also watching, t- like, the parents, or the parents and the, the aunt were watching TV. I don't know, like a crate, like a crate. A little crate that's on the ground, and it's an old TV. With antenna. It makes no sense. But it's a nice house. Yeah. With a sauna and attic. <laughs> Whatever. She's like, I want to go take the sauna. Yeah, I, I have a feeling that there was, like, an open house somewhere, and they were like, can we? We were interested in buying that house. Can we maybe take a look inside? And they're like, "Yeah, here are the keys." And they're like, "Sweet, okay, everybody, start filming. <laughs> get this shit in here. Let's get this shit done." And um, so, after the sister leaves, the mom starts hearing shit in the attic, and she's like, "Oh, it must be my sister again or something." And then the fucking weirdo kids from earlier are in the attic, and they're like, "Train, train." And she's like, I don't have any candy. And she's like, what? What do you do again? The attic sauna. Well, there's no place for gremlins in the attic sauna. And just fucking ridiculousness. And she's like, I don't have any treats. And they're like, trick. And then they kill her. Yeah. And then uh, the next scene is cop dad looking around to find people. And he makes this... I forget what he says to the kid. He's, like, listening in on the kid. Like, to see if he's making noise in his room. He's, like, waiting there. And then his son's like... He's like, go to sleep. I know you're awake in there. Doing Halloween stuff. You go right on the bed. And then the sister walks out into her sister's and husband's house... Just in underwear, and then she's the, like, "I'm going to bed." He's just like, "I thought this. I thought you didn't live here." She's like, "Hey, Dale, like no big deal." And he's like, "Hey, you're in your underwear." And he immediately tries to grope her. Yeah, and she's like, "What? Oh my god!" It's like, no, I saw that coming. But um, and then uh, we find out that Santa Claus is in the room with the little scary fat boy. Telling him, he's like, I heard you know that Halloween sucks. <laughs> Christmas is way better. Christmas is so badass. And he has like this thing to to kill everyone that likes Halloween. And so he has more time for Christmas. He just kidnaps that kid. Yeah. Starts kidnapping the kid. And then the gremlins kill the dad. But not the aunt. Not the aunt. They keep a, there's a card on the refrigerator. What did the card say? <laughs> Halloween really sucks. Christmas rules. <laughs> Something like that. And you assume that the little gremlin guys are elves. But it's like, then why are they cool with trick-or-treating? Right. If Santa hates it, makes no sense. Yeah. But so they kill the dad. They leave the ant alive. But then the ant comes out after Santa steals the fat kid. And then the kid who likes Halloween just starts talking in a really weird voice and it ends. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. It's no real... It's basically like, let's say Michael Doherty um, when he took Trick or Treat and he took Krampus and he just mashed both of them together. But while he was doing it, he got in a horrible car accident 
and got brain, brain damage. damage yeah. Um, I forgot how to make movies. Um, it's a segment of uh, ten thirty one. Um, it's but in comparison, it is an award winner. To yeah, to the next, one. the final, the final segment, which is directed by Rocky Gray. Wake me up. Um, Oh man, I wish I had my little button clickers. I would totally put that sample on here. It's called the So One Slasher. Um, Or Sam Hain, whatever. Um, I I don't even know how to explain this. this. Yeah, Um, good luck. I I mean, it's a killer. So, (laughs) it is. Uh, Yeah, I mean, that's the introduction is that there's a dead body, a guy's leaving a house. Um, Cut to girl that wants to go to a Halloween party. Do a Ouija board. And her uh, prior to that we, we see through flashbacks that her mom commits suicide in a bathtub and her completely completely heterosexual dad is like, hey now, you don't go. <laughs> Anyone's getting decked tonight, it's gonna be right. <laughs> you are not going to this party. What would your mother think? <laughs> he's he's all right, Miss Sassy Pants. Like, <laughs> I guess you could go to the party, but don't you dare play with one of those Ouija boards. Award, award for straightest dad ever goes. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, she... Honey, you can't go dressed out like that. I'm already hard. Yeah, <laughs> just like a salute. I'm so hard right yeah. now. And, uh, and uh, so she goes to the party anyways. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, she goes and he really doesn't do anything about it. Yeah, and uh, he's just like, ah, oh, crumpet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that little sassy bitch <laughs> didn't listen to her daddy. <laughs> um, and at the party, there's people that are partying, and they decide to do a Ouija board. Um, and it's her dead mom. And it's her dead mom being like, hey, it's me, your dead mom. And. That's it. That's, <laughs> that's the end of that. Like, some spooky stuff happens like the lights go out. And then all of a sudden people start dying. Because there's a killer. Because there's a serial killer. It has nothing to do with the ghost. Yeah. Actually, the ghost plays no part in this at all. At all. Um, because he's talking about at one point where it's just like, oh, well, what about when your brother ran away after your mom died? And I'm like, oh, the twist is going to be the serial killer is the brother. Nope. But that's never said. Um, because it ends up with everybody dying and then the dad being at home and the serial killer coming there and killing him. <laughs> that's all I can remember that. So am I missing anything from this? Segment? I think that's about it. And then they like close up on him and he's like, I killed everyone. And that's it. <laughs> and then what's her name? Maloria? What the fuck? Malvolia. Malvolia. It's just like, and that was the movie. Thanks for stopping by. Credits. <laughs> Wake me up. <laughs> and I'm just like, man, that Daredevil soundtrack. That was the thing. They only have two of us songs on there. <laughs> You know, so you know, you know how much of the time that Daredevil movie was, not only because of two Evanescence songs, but also because they had that song, Man Without Fear, there's Rob Zombie and Drowning Pool. Oh, I forgot that garbage existed. Yeah. The only thing it was missing was Trapped. Uh, they may have been on there. 
Oh, dude, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, they are the biggest pieces of shit in the world. Have you watched their shit? Oh, yeah. Like, their drama and shit going on? Yeah. I mean, that's been happening for a few years now. Oh, yeah. It's getting worse. Yeah. It's hilarious. It's People literally go to their shows just to make fun of them. Yeah. yeah, and they're like, we are so big, we could sell out an arena, and you shouldn't be playing an arena. And it's like, dude, you have yeah, one song. song that people knew, yeah. and it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like people go there just to haze them now, just like they do with Aaron Lewis. Yeah, fuck that. People go to the show that starts speaking to him in Spanish, and he gets so mad and leaves because he's a fucking crazy right winger. Uh, he's a stain. He is a stain. Um, uh, but yeah, ten thirty one. What 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 all did you uh, would you like the best about ten thirty one? I would say his favorite segment was probably trespassers, just because it was kind of wild, um, and I think the effects were better in that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but overall, I think the thing I like about it is that it does have like this small community vibe to it. Like it it feels like something that. Some friends got together and they said, fuck it, let's try and make a horror movie. Yeah, I, I like it. I and like, I like that. I like it because it's very clearly low budget, but it's not like shot on video low budget. No. Like, it's, it's not SOV. It's not like this is almost unwatchable. Like, it's cheap, but it has, yeah, it has that charm of being like... And they wouldn't have taken the cheap horror film route I would have, which is just going found footage. Yeah, right. Yeah. I would just go found yeah. footage. Yeah. You could do that with anything. Of course. And that's why I... Another reason I'm not a big fan of the film footage genre unless it's done right. Um, but, uh, yeah, they, they just... Um, it does feel like some friends, I just want to make some Halloween towels together. And, you know, they do. And they get... You're in and out. It's only like... 80 minutes yeah it's, it's not long and it's it it is definitely a i would say it is a fine background film to any halloween party yeah yeah sure oh that's what i forgot to mention god damn it in the i'll mention it now because we mentioned it last episode i, I said how upset i was speaking of things you put in the background of a halloween party the gulag came out late son of gulag came out fucking halloween weekend uh, it normally comes out way earlier in the season, but they didn't even have it like in their list of announcements. No, I was just guessing just like up. it's going to come eventually because they have to have a gulag, and it's everything you would expect. It's a pumpkin. There's stuff happening. A burning pumpkin. Yeah, you hear some noises and stuff behind it and things like that. But it's a perfect thing to have on in the background of your Halloween party. We'll have it on this Saturday at our Halloween party. Yeah. Um, playing you know we're gonna have the music playing but we'll have that on the tv it's perfect and it's also just sometimes even off season just turning that thing on or reading a book or something jack jerking off to your phone while that's in the back whatever you want to do when you're alone yeah <laughs> on Halloween, when your parents are like when your parents are over i don't know <laughs> um but yeah i mean it's it's the same thing for, for like I'll a probably just do my broke halloween tradition and jerk off to tom atkins again <laughs> That doll is so sticky now. It is so sticky. The Tom Atkins doll is his, his jacket is never coming off again. <laughs> Tom, I love you. I just want you to know that. Please don't drown in the bathtub. He's pretty old, man. I don't know. He's, he's in his mid 80s. He's, he's my dad's age. Go out by your own hand. That's the coolest way to do it. I love you, Tom. Commit Harakiri. Harakiri. Seppuku. Die with honor. 
Tom Atkins hung himself from a light fixture. A fluorescent <laughs> light bulb, like the ancient samurai. <laughs> For me. Um, and I'll be like, no, Tom, stop. He's like, look, if you don't want to be in here, I suggest you leave. You can leave the room. <laughs> Tom, did you try to kill yourself? Yes. <laughs> Well, you, you're, I think you're telling the truth, but you're saying it like you're lying. <laughs> what a fucking great film. Next episode, Anchorman 2. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I, I like about 1031. Uh, real quick, is there anything you didn't like about 1031? Yeah, I mean, definitely Robert Gray's influence over the soundtrack. Rocky Gray's? Whatever. <laughs> Stupid asshole Gray. I can't remember anything about the soundtrack. It's bad. It's just really bad new metal riffs over and over again. Okay. Um, but again, I think that that's its biggest fault. Like, I don't think... I mean, some of the stories are kind of silly, and some of the effects don't really pass. But, it's better than Veronica. Oh, yeah. And again, the the thing about the, the small community vibe makes it better to me. Yeah, sure. Yes, it feels like, you know, there's a charm of, like, friends are doing this together. You know, yeah. friends. Like that show. With the dead guy. <laughs> Man, I threw that joke at you and you just parried it. <laughs> uh, anyways... Uh, 1031. I say, you know, it's free on Tubi. You can give it a watch. Now I kind of want to go down this rabbit hole seeing these things about, like, them kind of doing everything together. And Yeah, I'm probably going to watch the rest of them. Yeah, and, and her stuff also. Uh, yeah, I think we should. I bet we could get her on the show. Maybe. I think so also. Malvolia. Yeah. Come on the show. Yeah. But anyways, that brings us to our next segment. Another curation of Blaze's Cabin of Video Game Curiosities. All right. All right. All right. That brings us to what video game? We are talking about uh, itch di- uh, itch.io game, which if you don't know what itch.io is, uh, it is a platform where independent game creators can go out and uh, you can get games for donations. You can get them for free. And uh, a lot of cool ideas come out, and a lot of them come out before they'll be on Steam or anything like that. So you'll get kind of like... Uh, Fears to Fathom was one of them. That one originally came out on itch.io until it was ready for Steam. It's kind of like a Patreon of... Yeah, it's kind of like, do we want, is there enough interest to keep working on Or Kickstarter, mix of Patreon. Yeah. And we got a game preview for something they're working on. And if you're a fan of the Fear series, I would highly recommend this game. Um, for anybody that doesn't know, explain what Fear is real quick. Oh, God, it's been so long. I, I mean... Fear is basically... It's a first-person shooter. It's a first-person shooter horror. Horror game where you are part of a special ops team that goes into an area that is being haunted by a ghost. Yeah, Perhaps she's, she's something, something supernatural occurrence has happened in the area. Um, it's pretty fucking creepy. It's got a creepy kid. Yeah. yeah. And they made Scary little girl ghost. Two or three of those games. Two. Two. Um, John Carpenter, I believe, shot the trailer for the second game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so from there. This came out 
360? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was a while ago. Yeah, it was a while ago. Fear was a thing. But um, so this small group of uh, game creators got together and they made this. Uh, I wouldn't say it's so much a trailer. It's more like a, a brief demo of a game they're working on called Depart with two P's. It's called Depart Prototype. If you have a PC, I urge you to go get this game because it looks fucking fantastic. Like, it looks amazing, especially for how small the team was. And uh, it, ha- uh, you, it has more of a survival horror mechanics, I would say, to play. But you do have a weapon, which is something very different for most of those survival yeah. horror games. And Fear was more of a shooter. Almost. Yeah. Not, not, not to the Doom level, but... Yeah, yeah, and a lot of people were like, this is kind of like a... It feels like a continuation to fear. It doesn't have too much of a story to really go off of so far. You just... You're kind of in this, like, underground area that seems to be infested with the presence of, you know, supernatural creatures, this tall, strange, scary being. And it's it's weird how you have to kind of sub solve puzzles with the gun like it's like well you shoot this light out and that causes this or you shoot this area and that area will open this door or blah 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 but it's just a really like number one that the scares hit like it is scary as fuck when that when those creatures show up um but it's just like the the playing of the game the mechanics are just so good like it's so fluent um it, it, i'm not gonna say it's easy uh it's kind of difficult but it is i mean it just looks incredible and it's like a big difference from the game i was talking about last week where it's kind of like that ps1 graphics it, which has its charm but i do feel like it's being overdone a bit lately mm-hmm. Uh, so it was nice to see something like so clean and good looking. Um, it, it, it's like if you mixed fear with uh, from the darkness, in a sense. So, and I've talked about from the darkness on the show before. If you haven't played it, you need to go play it. It's scary as fuck. Um, I played it with you, but uh, yeah, itch.io. I think you can. Purchase it for four ninety nine. Oh yeah, fair yeah. price. Yeah, and I mean, especially like show the interest because I want to see the finished product. Yes, I want to see the end of the game. Yeah, if you support independent art, you probably get a bigger. You probably have it come to fruition. Well, hey, it happened with Mortuary Assistant. Yeah, like because that yeah. demo was fucking crazy and people went nuts about it. And now we got a yeah, we got a full Mortuary Assistant. I haven't. Bought it yet because it's still like good reviews. got great. Yeah, reviews. I remember yeah, it's like thirty five dollars. Remember when it was on the? Uh, it was in an issue of Room Morgue earlier this year. Yeah, like it was so popular, like the hype around it and that. Now, so that was the cover story on an issue of Room Morgue in the past year. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, so I'm hoping this kind of goes the same way because it has been picking up steam. Like. Uh, a lot of YouTubers are playing through it. Uh, one of the big ones that actually doesn't totally annoy the shit out of me is Hollow. Mm-hmm. And he, he, I mean, he gets early access to everything because he does these horror games and he's scared of shit of them. And, uh, like, he did a playthrough of it and it was, 
Yeah. I mean, he just couldn't stop talking about how impressed he was with it. So that's good. He doesn't sound like a hollow background. No. <laughs> no, he doesn't. But yeah, that that's uh, all I really got on it. Go play it, support it, because I want to see it with a better, a bigger story. Yeah. All right. Well, that is the end of this episode. Bladade uh, Apples. What? The end of Bladade Apples. Oh yeah. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Bladodo Opos. Next episode, we talked about last week. We're sticking to it. Next episode, we're going to talk about a movie that people actually do know. That's Fright Night. Those werewolves are so cool. <laughs> Crazy. I, I, uh, where do you, where you do werewolf from? <laughs> oh, yes. Virtual Walker's favorite movie. Fright Night. That he apparently has never watched. No. <laughs> because there's not a werewolf in it. Well, but he says before, he is talking about it. He says, vampires are cool cats, aren't they? I watched this movie called Fright Night. You don't kill a vampire. I want to be a werewolf. So he does talk about vampires. He talks about like nothing has to do with the movie. Yeah, I guess. That's uh, true. But anyways, uh, yeah, we're talking about Fright Night, directed by Tom Holland. Uh, yeah, one of our favorites. Same. Yep. Yep. And uh, a little, little bit of a spooky treat, so you can continue Halloween a little longer all year round because it doesn't end. That's true. But um, in the meantime, if you've got a movie you want us to talk about or a question or a comment or a concern or did you watch 1031 or do you know about this group of people that made these movies? Did you drown in a bathtub like Matthew Perry? Did you drown somebody in a bathtub? Like, I mean... Did you kill Matthew Perry? <laughs> I need to know. I need, I need to know these things. Do you know about Malvolio? Get her on the show. Yeah. I totally didn't insult her five minutes ago. No. Uh, did she walk into it? Probably yes. not. <laughs> but she I listened mean, to yeah. it, she may have. Yeah, don't tell her that part. <laughs> uh, I would like her on the show. Yeah. I was just kidding. Yeah, no, I think she'd be a good guest to have. Um, but yeah, you can reach out to us. Jennifer Nagel, right? Yes. Jennifer Nagel. I'm going to go ahead and look that up, see if I can. Yeah. Yeah, probably her Insta. You um, never know. No, you never know. You we don't. got a response that totally fell through. <laughs> well, I don't want to talk about that. I don't either. I'm still mad about it. <laughs> I don't want to talk about that. Uh, one day we may. Um, but, I doubt it. <laughs> uh, but uh, you ruined my life. Okay. <laughs> you can email us. You know who you are. <laughs> I know you don't listen. <laughs> Fuck your new announcement. Anyways, we didn't talk about that in the news, now, did we? Um, Bladed apples pod at gmail.com. If you do want to message us or just blade apples podcast on the Instagram, we're more likely to see it on there. Yeah, I check the Instagram. I think Rocky checks the Gmail occasionally, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is more than me. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes, so we'll see it eventually. Um, thanks to Stefan, Stefan Mize, for doing our artwork. Check him out, Stefan Mize, uh, on Instagram or Crawling Panther Tattoo. Um, on Instagram as well, uh, tattoos out of Ocala. Great guy. Um, if you hear this before, not this weekend, but the next weekend, uh, he will be doing a uh, guest spot in Jacksonville if you are in that area. So um, check him out. It's a perfect time of year to get a spooky tattoo. Um, he also does. I mean, he, the guy's. Uh, I mean, he's great at everything, like, yeah. tattoo wise. I mean, you don't get a spooky tattoo, but he's a big horror fan. Um, 
And of course, thanks to Blaze for being an awesome co-host and uh, doing our tech stuff. Uh, speaking of which, I want to talk about something real quick. So some people may have noticed some static or something. I don't know what the fuck it is. I'm working on it. I don't know why it's doing that. Uh, we've been using USB mics, and it's because I was stupid, and I saw this interface, and I'm like, wow, that has way higher power. I'm going to go with that interface. only has one mic input. I'm working on getting a new one. I'm sorry. Fuck you. <laughs> I need you to get all the way off my back. <laughs> I just need you to chill out. And I'm doing my best. <laughs> Do you want me to end up like Matthew Perry? <laughs> well, no, because you're not washed up. In more ways than one. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> but yes, thank you guys for listening. You got anything else to add, Blaze? You got anything else to add? Yeah. I'll be there for you. <laughs> And remember, every day is Halloween, so please act accordingly. All right, see you later, fuckers. Bye, fuckers.